Big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! Welcome to episode number 15. That was 15. a new start. Again. New 15, jeez. Number 15. It's been a big week for you, William. It has been solid. The uh, mighty dogs, look at them. Hey? What a great win. Good win. It was a good win. Started off with a shout out to Randy Matur's his 40th birthday. That was... Um, sizable. Yeah, it was sizable. <laughs> that was a sad day and Sunday go. And then I had to roll up to uh, the Bulldogs game on Monday. Thank God they won. They played outstanding. They played outstanding. I was so happy. I was, sit- I was sitting with um, John Curry, Aaron Warburton, you know, a lot of board members, CEOs and all that kind of stuff, mate. Just the, the, the thrill of us beat, winning, let alone beating Parramatta. Just winning a just, game. You know what I mean? Winning, a, winning game a game was awesome. But just like, just the, the amount of joy on all the supporters' faces, all the, all the board members and that, it was just like a big relief because, mate, I think we've won like 13 or 14 games in three years. Mm. You know what I mean? And to beat Parramatta in that fashion, wasn't that we just won, we pumped them. And that was good. Just seeing everyone, you know, in the sheds after the game and, like, everyone was pumped and, you know, it was, it was, it was good to see. Like, and, these, and these players deserve that. You know, like, they put so much hard work in. The coaching staff put so much hard work in. It's good to see it all come together finally. You know, it was good. Great when a plan works, Will. It does, mate. It does. Yeah. Like they put a pl- they put together a plan. They go out there and they executed it. And it was against Parramatta, so I do not feel the sorry. The Battle of the West. Do not feel sorry for Parramatta. Speaking of the West, I was out in the far west over the weekend, out at Dubbo for the state championships. I've actually got the Ramwick um, right. kit on. Yeah, it's good kit. It's good now that I'm involved because, you know, when you play footy when you're a kid and all you want is kit? Yeah. Well, now I'm an extremely old human being, old fat man. I'm getting kit. <laughs> looks Just good, getting eh? involvement. You know what happened, though? Yeah, the so, Bulldogs kit I've got is ridiculous at the moment. Well, I actually – I walked into the – so we had a team dinner on the Friday night before it kicked off. And I've been coaching these kids on and off for three years in this rep program um, since they were under 10s, a lot of them. Yeah. And I walk into the pub – because I took them to the pub, that's right, parenting. Thank you. <laughs> Please don't call Doc. So we're sitting there having a team dinner and they all, I walk in and normally they just ignore me and I went up to the table, how are you boys? And they've all just turned around and gone, Willie Mason, Willie Mason. And I go, oh, they've seen the podcast. And they haven't. <laughs> so, they and then I was there with you. Straight away. <laughs> no, they just straight away, they all just wanted to know about, like I went from just an annoying coach that like they used to occasionally go, oh, I used to play, yeah, I played a bit of footy. Now yeah. it's like, tell me about Willie Mason. Oh, no. So big so shout out. Me. <laughs> big shout out to the Ramick under 13s. Oh, I love you boys them. a lot. How'd you go? Um, they did really well, actually. They're, 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 they're outweighed by some of the big sides. Um, Who was you know, the biggest side? Parramatta are the biggest side, or the two blues. So they, they lost to Parramatta. They beat Penrith. They lost to Gordon. They beat Penrith. They beat Uni. Um, which they're all pretty happy about because they know I used to play for them. And then we lost in the playoff game to Sorry, Eastwood. how many games are these kids playing? They played Over two games weekend. Saturday, two games Sunday, and then one final on the on the oh, um, wow. Monday. It's a lot it's of footy. It's a lot. Actually, Finburn's got the biggest black eye. He got it in the second game. It's like it's a proper one too, and I've never seen him prouder. And he played every game. He kept oh, going. I love that. Being 13 years old is awesome. Should have seen him I going off that. to school yesterday. He was like... So, how many 13-year-olds uh, just so proud of a black eye so or stitches proud. or something like that? I remember being 13. It's like, oh, yeah. Where'd you get that from? Yeah, footy. Footy. And footy. you know what he goes to me? He goes, clash. He goes, it's the best, Daddy. He goes, doesn't even hurt and looks bad. <laughs> Oh, God bless you, Finn. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations to everyone who competed across all the state championships. It was really well run. And, you know, rugby's um, been in a bit of a hole. And, and how, if they is keep, it like, how is the rugby like the junior junior levels now? Do you know what? It's great. Like it's the way back. it was organised. So so the 13s play in Dubbo, the 14s play in Orange. Um, so they get that sort of go away. And, and, and they've combined the city comps and the country comps. Yeah. So essentially sides like Eastern Suburbs that – aren't strong enough, they can't go into the comps, they, they replace them with Central West or Central North. Yeah. So it's a genuine state championships now and it was great. It's good. Yeah, it was really well done. So congratulations to everyone involved in that. What we should talk about first, I think, because of the fact that um, 
they've got this sort of rep weekend now, right? So they play the Origin on a Sunday night mm. instead of the Wednesday night. And then, which is great, they've started to play the internationals again. So they've got games for, for Tonga and New Zealand and Samoa and Cook Island. Like, it's back to being international football yeah. in this week. The problem that they've got now is that players that are told that they can play for New South Wales or Queensland and then still represent their country are still getting put in a position where they have to choose because because of the scheduling, Tonga are playing on the Saturday, New South Wales play Queensland on the Sunday. Daniel Tupo and and Katoni Staggs have been picked in the Tongan side and so they're now in a situation where they're going to have to choose who they play for and that is an extremely difficult choice to put a kid in, especially Staggs. Like Tupo's been there, done that to some extent, but Katoni Staggs just played his first origin. How do you make that choice? I don't like it. I don't like the scheduling at all. They should understand that Polynesians are dominating the game and they're all through. Imagine if Samoa was playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's what's Junior Paul I going to do? What's Crichton going to do? What's Luai going to do? What's Toto going to do? Do you know what I mean? Like mm. we, we are stacked through every single rep side at the moment. And to put these kids in that predicament is just poor from the NRL or whoever's running it. The the, the is it the World Rugby League or It'd something like that? It'd be rugby international rugby league. league. I think. Yeah. They're idiots. Like that is so stupid. You know, a kid like Katoni Stagg's been busting his ass Last couple of years, he gets the opportunity to play Origin right now. I mean, Toops is in another level because he's played. He's played. Well, it's his tenth year. I think he's played over ten Origins. He's won three comps. He's played for Australia. He's done everything in the game. Toops. He's very, you know, he's, he's achieved everything. Stags. He's only starting his NRL career. Mm. You know, he wants to play Origin. It's the pinnacle of the game. It's the toughest. It's the toughest arena. You know, in rugby league. Of course, he wants to play for Tonga. You know, what happens if? He, and what happens if if Katoni Stags picks? New South Wales over Tonga. Anyone who bags him, like, and that's the whole thing. I can imagine, and of course, there's going to be some idiots out there. They're going to bag that. The, whatever the, choice the, is whatever made. choice they make, we well, shouldn't be able to play anyway. Yeah, no, he is an Aussie first of all, for sure, with background Tongan heritage. Tongan heritage. I remember looking at that whole thing with Taumalolo and Fafita, and when they first made that decision to play for Tonga, and how much it meant to the families. It's not just about the players and the decisions they make, but that, that flow and effect where, you know, and they watch their kids and they're proud as any parent is, they're proud of their child and what they're achieving. And they would be super proud watching their kid playing origin, but it's different. If you grow up on an Island and then you move your family from that Island to a country for a better life. And then your son wants or daughter in the same situation wants to represent that country. There's nothing greater in a family. Very well said Ian. Very well said, and that's and that's what happens. That's the culture of you know the the islands. It's like you want to play for the islands first. It means a lot. It's a different feeling because you're representing more than yourself. You're representing the islands back home. You know your little island, like in you know I don't know where their their family's from, but you're talking like thousands of just thousands of people might be living in that little island that yeah. your mum's from. You know what I mean? There's, there's there's hundreds of little islands around Tonga. You know what I mean? Like it's just everyone's from certain little parts, and everybody knows each other and it's such a proud moment when you do get to represent your Tonga, do get represent Tonga. I got to do it when I was younger, but it was nowhere near as big as what it is now. No, that's right. Tell Malolo and Fafita, what they did in 2017 changed the game. Yeah, they changed the they changed rugby the international rugby league, and um, you know they go over there now. It's it's Matima Tonga. It's not it's not the union anymore. It's rugby league. Everyone wants to play rugby league for Tonga now. All mm. these young kids have influenced all these young kids. And they need to keep going with it. They love Katoni Stags. They would love Tupo. All these guys that get to play in these representative sides now, they follow them. They'd be pumped to watch us play against New Zealand. But they want the best Tongan side as well. Of course. And we International Rugby put, League needs that. We just that. can't put these young kids in this predicament. It's terrible I, from the, the governing body. Whoever's the governing body, mate, needs to, needs to be sacked. And we're not saying that it's a bad thing that they're playing. It's a great thing that they're playing. But you shouldn't. There should. There's got to be a way, and it has to be understood that there are going to be clashes between heritage and state. That's just the way it's going to be. Because as you say, Polynesians dominate the game. There's got to be a smarter way so that these kids don't have to make that choice. They I don't know what the put, answer is. Should not be put in this predicament. They no. just shouldn't be. They should be looking at the scheduling, looking at the players, going, okay, well, here's a chance going to play for. He could play for New Zealand. I mean, he could play for Tonga. He could play for Samoa. Let's put this another week after Origin. Yeah, or do it at or the end of the year. In the in the next, you know, just say like when there's three weeks between games, like put it maybe on that weekend. Mm. You know. 
Yeah. Like they could do that. Players players will do that. Don't put it, what is it, four days after or four or, days before? Or just make or it, make a, it a, make a decision. Like, and they won't do it because of broadcasting, but make it a, a standalone weekend where one week you've got so Origin. So when is this When is this game? So it's the Saturday before Origin. So the Origin's on the Sunday night. Oh, my goodness. Which just brings its own problems, yeah. you know. Like the, 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 the fact that... Origins on a Sunday Scheduling night. and everything, just like that's in Perth, that it's game. All, yeah, it's all broadcast. The whole thing's just broadcast. A bunch of pricks. Anyway, let's hope that whatever those two those two blokes decide, that everybody's kind to the fact that that's a choice that no one should have to make. It's like when those blokes have to pick between watching the birth of their first child and playing an Origin game or playing a test and people people blow up. It's like that's such a personal it's decision. It's the worst thing. Like just Horrible like, decision. These kids should not have to be put in this position. Yeah, in an actual rugby league. actually think about it. Do you know what? We've got a bloke that loves the show. He, he writes in a lot. He's very passionate about um, international rugby league. Brag, Brad, Brad Boucher. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. So he, Boucher. He's Boucher, Boucher. You Boucher, say tomato. Boucher. Bobby Boucher. But let's, I'd like to hear from him, actually. If you're listening to the show, mate, write into us and tell us what the, the um, solution is because you're probably smarter than both of us. He's actually really smart. I follow him. West Tigers, William. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting one too because last year you got a situation with with Pangai Jr. and he went to the Panthers and he won a comp, you know, from Brisbane because Brisbane yep. you didn't want him anymore, basically. But this time you've got a situation where Luciano Leilua is leaving the West Tigers because they are horseshit and the Cowboys are good and he wants to get up there. And funnily enough, I, I looked at when they signed him and then they had Nanai and Lukey and, you know, Ruben Cotter and all yeah. these back rowers come through, I was like, why would they sign him? But now with Lukey out for the season, it's actually... Um, I feel sorry for that kid. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a good signing for the for the Cowboys. I can understand why they want to get rid of him. Yeah, let's put the shoe, let's put the on. shoe on the other foot. Uh, just say Luciano's playing pretty pretty bad and, you know, someone else is, wants his services, you know? They'll get rid of you, you know. If you're if you're not playing that good, the club will get rid of you for sure. Yeah, but hey, let's just put it on the other side. And the, the players in a power position right now, because of the RLPA has fought for that. Now he can do what he wants. So unlucky West Tigers, and good luck to the Cowboys, because you get you can make your own decisions now because of the way that the the whole RLPA and all that all that stuff is set out. So. That's just the way it is. He's just taking advantage of the rules. And good on the Tigers, actually, because I've just checked. Tigers here. could have been pricks. They could have. They been. could have been. I think. I think what happened. This is. I might be wrong with this, but I think he's been trying to do this for a while. Yeah, he wanted out. And they've quick. and they've sort of said nah, 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 because they didn't. But now that the season's gone, let's be honest. The West Tigers aren't going to make the eight. Mm-hmm. So I think the Tigers have probably gone. Well, who cares? Well, let's let's bring a young kid through. Or well, yeah. they've, and they've still got. Why the have a person there who doesn't want to be there? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Lucci just wants to go up there. He's got an opportunity to play on the um, off the bench or left side back row, right side back row, um, and mate, they're going to have a, they're going to have a fair crack at it this year. The Cowboys, yeah, yeah, they he can are. add another whole dimension in that, in that team. So he's been unfortunate in the teams that he's played, Lucci, because he's been playing in really shit sides, <laughs> St George and then Tigers. So and he, he was hasn't super really has last year, and he's a great player. He's yeah. a, he's his talent is massive. So um, people just need to understand this is a business. And he's taken advantage of the rules. There's a yeah. bit of a loophole there. But just have a look at it from the other side, people. Like, because the club could be pricks as well and get rid of you when you're not playing that well. You know, this is a, this is just on the other side because he's playing well enough to play first grade. He gets an opportunity from somewhere else. And this happens a million times, guys. People people are getting let, letting go, letting go before June 30. Players that have been clubmen for 10 years, players that have played 10 games, 20, 30. This is happening right now. It's only news because he's a decent player and he's leaving the Tigers and everyone just wants to hammer the Tigers all the time. Yeah. <laughs> do you know do. what I mean? But this is happening all the way through the NRL people. So don't get, you know, don't get all personal about it. This is just the way it is. And it's only going to get it worse because this is money-driven competition. And this is how this is this how it is. It's not the eighties and nineties and two thousands where the loyalty was there b- between you and that club. It's done. It's all about the paper. If I'm Luke Garner, I'm going. Can I go to the Panthers, please? I sign there next year. Can I? Yeah, can I go to have player, a? Luke I'll, Garner, just, I'll go sit on the bench for them for just win a comp. 
Bye bye, whoever's on the bench. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here comes the dog. The dog's decided to get off the couch. He's just been to the groomers, and let me tell you, when he goes to the groomers, a I'm about a million dollars poorer. Yeah, it's not and cheap. Is I it? don't like walking around the street with him looking like that because I am. I got a reputation. And that dog is oh, not a tough man. Remember the dog. first time you cut him? Oh, he you was disowned him. him. I did. You disowned him about six years You're ago. So that. shallow. So six years ago, like because he got because he, he was so fluffy, and then I didn't even recognise Woogie. He looked horrible. And it looked like a, like a, a rat. little rat. Yeah. I was, and, then, and he goes, I can't walk this dog anymore. I go to Anna, you walk him. <laughs> he didn't oh. walk him until his fur grew back there. You He's walk a bad him. man right there. Oh, lucky you're still so good looking. <laughs> if you'd have got busted up in footy, I would have brushed you 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. You could was... die in pink. Yeah, it would have been better when you he got that. shaved. He was show ends right now. <laughs> um, get woogie to sit here. He'd do a better job than you. <laughs> I the other thing as well, I like I was talking about this with someone the other day and just and, and I mentioned to you before, that spear tackle from Naden from the Tigers wasn't a good one. He and had a yet, good couple of minutes, didn't he? Oh, impressive. Naden did he drop a couple of balls yeah, and then he, he just, got and then he got sent off for dropping oh, Jake Boyovich. And then they asked Trebojevic after the game and he was like, Oh no, mate, it was sweet, it was fine. I love getting dropped on my head. Wasn't you know what? He's, Sometimes accidents happen, there was no malice in it. He's just the best is that not the best bloke to ever play rugby league? Pick him for origin, please. Just on that. Just that Get alone. Him straight back into origin. Yeah. I mean, there was I mean, I I get it. Like I don't think it looked horrible. Naden didn't want to drop it. It was just one of those things. It just looked Time. really bad. Timing. The timing. It was yeah. just that little bit of an angle and just landed straight on his neck. It was mm. not a good look. No. And it was a, it deserved a send-off. Naden's going to have to wear probably about four weeks maybe. Yeah. I think something four. like that. Yeah, I think four yeah. weeks. And that's that's sufficient. You know, it's funny, Will. I I, I go up, like we're, we're away with, you know, that state ch- titles or whatever yeah. and and I say to my young, because we've got, we've got a kid that's he's really good defensively, but he just has a real desire to tip. You know, he yeah. just wants to – and I say, mate, two things happen when you tip someone. You either hurt them badly and you feel bad for the rest of your life or you get sent off or sin binned mm. and you put your team in a bad yeah. – like, It's good advice. Just don't pick it's, people up. It's just pretty simple. Go, go over the horizontal and that. You've oh, got to have some look. sort of awareness. Like, I let go. Yeah. Like, I was, I'm a big guy, so if I grab your leg, if I'm going to – you're going to be... You've got to get them right up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, a long way. Unless I have full control of both your legs, there's no way I'm grabbing one of your legs and flipping you. Yeah. Because I just knew my height and power. Like, you're going to land on your head. For sure. So you just got to understand. Like, And Naden is six foot four. He's big, yeah, He's yeah. not a small guy. So like... And Jakey's like a little nugget, you know? So if you flip him a little bit, he's going to land like that. He's going to flip. And, and you got to understand where... When you're in, a, in, the, in that in that moment of getting spear tackled, you're twisting around. Remember like um, uh, Cam Murray was twisting around and you end yeah. up landing on your shoulder because you panic. Yeah. You know, As you're, you're going, going on your head, you're trying to twist around so you, your head goes down first. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're not going to sit there and go, oh, I'm just going to land real safe. You're no, trying to land shoulder. So but he's fight or flight. Yeah. That's what sort of mindset you're in. You're like, fuck, get me out of this sort of position straight away. And that other guy's in control of you. So that, you know, it's just... Not saying there was any malice in any of these spear tackles or anything. It's just the timing of it. And just if you get in that position, you lift that leg up, just fucking just, let go. Yeah. Let 100%. go, mate. Lose yeah. that tackle. Lose the Don't tackle. worry about the effective tackle fucking analytics. Analy- just let go. <laughs> let go of the tackle, bro. Let go of his leg and then you, you're, you're, you're okay. You can you, get away with it. You'd end up in Des Hazel's book, though. Yeah, but Des, yeah, be- Des will sack you. Des will drop you to the next week because you weren't 98% effective tackle. Your money ball didn't work. <laughs> so let's talk about – let's talk about – I mean, it's not really the West Tigers. What I want to know – is being an assistant coach, the the raps that Cameron Serraldo has got, it's like it, you'd think every team in the comp wants to sign him, like as if he's. I think the, they do. Well, they do kind mm. of, I guess, because you know, otherwise you get in that r- merry-go-round of the same coaches going yeah. to different clubs, and you know, ultimately that I think once you've had a couple of goes at coaching mm. first grade, if you haven't had success, then you probably need to go and mow lawns. Has he played first grade? Has he um, coached for He's never coached. For, he coached the Panthers for a little while when they sacked Griffin and he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, interim coaches, I think, you know, if you do well, then 
yeah. everyone goes, you're a genius, but it's hard to do poorly as an interim coach because if your coach got sacked, yeah, it doesn't matter. Your team's not exactly flying. There's so. big raps on Serraldo. Yeah, in the in the coaching um, realm. You know, how many like, how many assistant coaches have you seen? Because you've been around the game for a long mm. time, have made that step up? Because obviously everyone starts somewhere. Craig yeah? Bellamy, Craig Bellamy was was Wayne Bennett's assistant. Yep, and he was assistant on about three or three kangaroo tours. And you could just tell Belly was just a, a level above. But Wayne Bennett always says things like, "He goes, the easiest position in the game is assistant coach. You don't cop any any criticism." You sit back, you lay in the cut, you can just individually coach people. It's just the most cruisiest job in the world. You don't, you don't have to do much. You know what I mean? Like, so he's like, he goes, I'm the one who has to face everything. You know, you're the, you're the big dog. You know mm. what I mean? Like, you have to go to the press conferences. You have, to, you have to man manage every single person individually. Where assistants, they do a lot of video. They cut a lot of video. They do a lot of things. But I've seen some really shit assistant coaches. Yeah, of course. But apparently Cameron Serrato is... a He's well above just that normal sort of assistant coach. And when's the right time for that kid to step out of that shadow that Ivan Cleary has? You know what I mean? Like, when's it, does he sit there for two, three years, four years? Because Penrith are going to be a powerhouse for that long. Is, do you think Ivan Cleary is just going to step down? No. You know what I mean? So when's the right time? And, and it's all timing. Like, Craig Fitzgibbon did it for what? For years at... At the Roosters. Roosters. And then he found the right club, the right fit, the right players, the right board, the trust, all that kind of stuff. And then he went for it. I reckon that's you know what I mean? such so a big thing. Will. It is such a big thing. So if you look at Serraldo, what options he got? West Tigers. Warriors. Warriors. West Tigers. Bulldogs. Yeah. Yeah, I just Just think, have a think about it. Because Nathan, um, Trent Barrett sort of in that situation where he could be the best coach in the world. He's taken over a manly side that were going poorly and he's taken over a, a Canterbury side that was rebuilding. And it's like he can't coach. But yeah. he's he's walked into two sides that – like if I'm Cameron Serraldo and everyone's got all these raps on me, I'm waiting until well, that's what he's the doing. storm go, hey, Cameron, Belly just retired. But that's – you know, and that's what he – I think that's what he, he would want to do because I think he's a really good coach. But like he's just waiting for the perfect moment. He's not going to sit there. Even like Jason Rolls is sitting at – um. Uh, underneath you know, uh, Robbo. Yeah. It's like, I want to do this for another two or three years mm. before I need to go and fly the nest and, and be happy with controlling. Because it's a big deal being the head coach. Yeah, it is. Because you're not just cutting the video anymore. You're not just doing these little individual forwards coaching and defen defensive drills and that. You, you're, you gotta, you're controlling the whole club, mm. all the players. You've got to understand with development. You've got to understand with like nurturing players, who's doing this, 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 delegating. You've got to have a good team around you. You know what I mean? It's not just being a head coach. You've got to have good assistant coaches, good analytics, good developments, like development coaches around you. You've got to have like strength a, and conditioning. Strength and, yeah, S&Cs, like, you know, like all your rehab, your physios. You've got to be in control of all that. That's why when Wayne Bennett comes into teams, he controls everything. Mm. teams that he didn't have control over, he left. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if he doesn't have the full control over the S&C, all these, all these little things that he knows that's so important to a club and how to build a club, he'll walk away. Yeah. So it's very important, you know, if, if Serraldo and, and all these younger coaches, because we're all coming through. You know, all the, all the guys that played in the 2000s, we're all coming through and we, we want to coach. Do you know what I mean? Like so, we? but you have coach? no. I'm just saying, like, you know, like Rolsey and like Fitzy was probably one of those first guys up. I'm in the coaching sort of system now. Like, I'm not sure if I want to go full on into it, but mm. I don't mind it. Like, I love what I'm doing. Assistant coach, you know what in. I mean? So like, do that. You know, and I'm sure I, I don't want to sit there and cut video for sixty hours. <laughs> they, I, I can almost guarantee you, William, that if you were an assistant coach, they would have an assistant to the assistant yeah, coach. Yeah, I will need an assistant. That would be doing I will need an assistant to the do that. The thought of you yeah. in some room cutting video. I, I just think Serato can he can either jump, he can do whatever he wants to. He's in a power position, but like he just needs to um, just take his time and stuff. <clears throat> Henry. You can be his assistant. You can be my video. assistant. Yeah. <laughs> the pay's $8 an hour and you do everything. Uh, um, so, well, let's talk about coaches. Mick Potter, is he – I mean, Canterbury have to – if he won every game for the rest of the year, he's their coach next year, isn't he? Well, I, think, I think so. I think that's what they're – I mean, you know, like, there's, there's not many out there. No. You know, I think – what are the options? We said last week, there's Flanagan, there's Madge. Serraldo. Nathan Brown, Serraldo. Anthony Seabold. Ricky Stewart. I've heard his name get tossed up. 
Brad Fitlove heard his name get tossed up. Never going to do it. Do you know what I mean? The, the Walker Brothers. Yeah, the Walker Brothers. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Gus will make the right decision. But if Potsy seems like he's getting the job done, mm. um, it's sort of buying into what he's what he's about. He's and got that bulldog he's DNA. He's got that bulldog. He has got that bulldog DNA, and he's he's got that father figure sort of aura about him. You know, I think he's around. He's probably mid fifties. I think maybe. Mm. I'm not sure, but he ha- he, ha- he has a good aura about him. He's like he's really respectful, but he de- he demands respect as well. So I can see that with the players. You know, when he when he's when I just watch him coach and just sort of go, see, so yeah, they're re- they're reacting to what he says. It's a tough school rugby league. He looks yeah, about yeah. eighty. He's yeah. probably and Potsy's only coached like 40 <laughs> games. <laughs> but he's had a lot of experience over in England. He coached, I think, Catalans, he coached St. Helens, he coached... So all up, I think he's coached well over 100 games. He so. was treated appallingly by the West Tigers too when yeah. they sacked him. That was, yeah. you know, that was one that, of those sackings where you go, there's something going on in the background. And he's probably just been waiting in the cut just trying to get another opportunity. Yeah. And he'll be taking this like full on. He's not thinking, I want to be interim no. just for this year. He'll be thinking, I want the, I want the full-time job next year. All that kind of stuff. So this year, are they going to have a Dalliem interim coach of the year? They should, because they got six of them going. How many? <laughs> Adam O'Brien's Bra- about to get the buff. Uh, Kamali. Kam- um, Fun. Who's bloody Stacey Jones? Stacey Jones. Stace. So we got Stacey Jones. He hasn't won a game. Kamali got pumped first game. <laughs> Mick Potter's in charge of the Dalliem interim will coach. Probably win Dalliem interim coach of the year. That's the big award too. That's the one they do last. Well, that's. It's bigger than the Dalian coach of the year. Red carpet, straight down. Imagine you got that. <laughs> what award would it be? Like, It'd just be half a medal. <laughs> it's just one half of a medal. You know, you, yes, you know, we did it, boys. We did it. We did it. None come, of the, we come eighth. None of the teams. We are, come equal eighth. <laughs> no one's at the Dalian because no one won anything. Yeah. Just him. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kafusi Elbow. <sighs> it's a bad one. Yeah. Did he get suspended? Not fine again. Oh, he gets that. away with everything. He's the biggest Teflon ever, that bloke. He does get away with everything. Everything. People need to understand when you're running the ball and you've got a little fellow like Sam Walker in that, yeah. you want to destroy these kids. He must have jumped Trust too me. to get up that yeah, high. Like <laughs> when I was playing, if you're a little halfback, you're copping elbows in your face. Yeah, I don't care what it is, where you are, if you come and try and tackle me, good luck. Yeah, And that's what back rowers do. Back rowers are supposed to terrorise halfbacks. When the elbow gets raised a little bit and it looks intentional, then I don't think that was quite intentional. Otherwise, I would have suspended him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it just didn't look that good because of the because of the image of the game and how we want the game to look squeaky clean. You do anything that's out of the ordinary, everyone optically, visually goes, "Oh my god, it looks terrible." Yeah, a high shot looks terrible. A spear tackle looks awful. Shoulder to the head looks awful because you're not seeing it every week. Yeah. You know, in the 2000s, that shit was just happening. Just ask, ask halfbacks that we used to terrorise. Sonny Bill would be on one edge, I'd be on the other. And, and then, then we'd the, swap. In the 80s, they were bringing crowbars out to you try to take like, it's just like, And if you want to jump up at, at a six-foot-five person, you're going to get a real big elbow in the mouth. Right in the face. So maybe change your tackle tech. All right, there are some cracking games this weekend. I actually don't know any of them, so I hope there are some cracking games that I can what say. What games you watch on the weekend? I watched all of them, Will. I, um, I watched you know, the Monday one. <laughs> but, you know, that last round, it's a post-origin. It doesn't count. It's one of those rounds where you don't know if players are going to play. You don't know, you know. So I, that doesn't. Do you know what? They all backed up. Who who didn't who didn't back up? Isaiah Yo because he wasn't knocked oh, out. Well, yeah, um, Yo deserved the break. Yeah, um, the ones that were injured didn't back but up. Everyone but else, pretty much everyone, everyone else. else backed up. Yeah, that's some it. of them started. And the that bench. is the beauty of Origin. When you are in camp, you you got to understand who pays you. It's your NRL team. You know what I mean. So you'd feel bad if you didn't back up. And Other also, players would be looking at you. Sideways. They're not on the drink like they used to be. No, you're not. You're not hungover like, or anything. They, they do earthing, walking around with bare feet and that. The yeah. biggest thing they get is frostbite. And the best thing, to, you know, the best thing, the best game to play is on that Friday because you don't get that sore. Yeah, Sunday it takes a while. game, that Monday game. Mm. Some of those parallels. Did Madison play on the weekend? Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I don't know. You watched the game. I didn't. I didn't notice him. Uh, 
<laughs> He'll be playing next week because uh, big Jakey Trebojevic will be taking his spot. We've already decided that. Yep. So the Dragons and the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs are without Latrell Mitchell. What have they done? They sent him over to, like, can you explain this to me? Like, I wasn't the best at rehab, but they've sent him to the States. Couldn't the bloke just zoom? From the states and go, you know what you need to do. No, Just he needed that stretch. Hands on. You know what America's like, man. They're on that next level stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are. They are like not heads and shoulders above what we do, but like just their their rehab and all the all the little things that they do. They stay on top of that shit. You know, like, well, I don't know. When, I, don't, I don't know why we don't do it here. Well, if like, I'm, I'm a pretty physio, sure, go over and in the off season, I'm, fi- I'm pretty sure he has his physio with him. Learn how to or do Someone it. here. You know what I mean? Like send Turbo over there. Yeah. I, I think it's great. It's proactive from South Sydney. I agree. Because you, if this guy's the best at rehabbing hamstrings in the world... Go there. Go there. But don't you think it's embarrassing for Australian physios? It's like... Well, oh, if I, was, if I was an Australian physio and if I was the South physio, I'd be pretty embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. I'm like, why can't I fix it? Yeah. And then they're like, well, we're going to send him over here because, you know, these guys are the best. And I hope to God that he comes back and absolutely kills it. Absolutely, because apparently he's lost about six or eight kilos that he that he should shed anyway. Yeah. So he's looking fit. He just needs to get that maximum work in when he's working his hamstring. They've got all these, so many things. So we how, how hard your hamstring's working and what sort of, you know, what level it gets to before, it's, before it goes. So, like, he's going to get all this knowledge that they don't have here. Hmm. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm not trying to knock Australian medical. Well, I mean, so if you're I, a physio, if you fucking come at me. I'm coming back at you. <laughs> well, you know what? I got physio friends too. Okay. <laughs> well, do some do some research. Like, what, what's the what's the world ranking of physios? Americans? I'm pretty sure we're top five. Romanian, the Germans, Peruvian. The Germans would be good. Send him to Germany. Send him to bloody get the old mate from Brisbane. <laughs> get Turbo to Munich. Get, who's who's that guy from Brisbane? The, the oh the 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 back rower. The, <laughs> What's his name? Oh, you're such a good bloke. Uh, all right, so well, who wins that? Let's. Yeah, the back row. He's played Flegler. Flegler. <laughs> Flegler sounds like a physio. German <laughs> physio. <laughs> He's another one that could be in the Dolph Lundgren Hall of Fame. Yeah, he is. With all the Cowboys players. Yeah. And that other kid from the Cowboys. Griffin Neem and Cohen Hess, and yeah, they all looked like yeah. they're all just. <laughs> yeah. They could fit in somewhere. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Berlin. Uh, so good. <laughs> the uh, the dragons. They wouldn't look out of place. Maybe that's their recruitment strategy, <laughs> and they've had to bring Lailua up there to fix it. Uh, the dragons and the rabbits. I keep saying it. Who's going to win that? Yeah, the rabbits. Okay, I think. We'll move on to the next game then. So the Cowboys. He's not playing this week though, is he, Lailua? He's no. He could be. I don't think he is. I don't think. Well, why, why wouldn't he be? You got Lukey out. Well, I mean, the Tigers are daft. They only okayed it today or something. So be, yeah, I suppose. Maybe maybe one week off. Maybe one week off. And then. What about that poor Lukey kid? Oh, he's going good too. Oh, he's going to be a good player. Yeah. The ACL, that first run he made, he hits good holes. He Jeez, play he right, le- right edge, left edge. He hits hard. He's tackled. Oh, felt so sorry for the kid. You don't wish that upon anyone. So many back rowers floating around, like quality back rowers. He's quality, that kid. Um, Manly. How are Manly going? Do you reckon? I mean, they beat the Tigers, but the Tigers are legless. They're all right. Like I mean, they're all right. Their forwards just aren't as dominant. Yeah, you know, like Tapao's been really off, and the other guy I couldn't even name. The back rowers are like, you know, like you got Jakey just making a hundred tackles a game. Mm. Ola Kowatu's a gun. He's unreal. He's their but he's their best back rower. You know, Schuster and, and all these guys like they just need to play that hard nosed football. Like Schuster just needs to knuckle down and stop. It's not about that fancy Well, shit, he's mate. another one, Olakawatu, that um, will get picked in that Tongan squad and would have to be a chance the way he's playing New for New South Wales selection. I you think know, he tweeted something about he goes for Queensland anyway. I thought he was. Yes. <laughs> Can't pick him. Um, but he is damaging. Do you know who come up with a really good idea? Willie Tonga. I was saying, because me, me, Sonny and Ren and, and Tong were all in a group message and Sonny was like, if NRL is the best of the best, why can't Polynesians or Kiwis play in in the Origin? And I was like, you know what? Like, oh, 20, if you asked me this twenty years ago, I'd be like, not a chance. No, don't want it because we didn't look at, you know, just say with New Zealand and, and who 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 would slide into Origin. Maybe Ruben Wiki, I think. Maybe maybe him. 
uh, maybe Sonny Bill in the mid 2000s. So as in a free for all for yeah, all like of the, air, so whoever's like in the NRL, Tonga. you get to play. And then Tongo's maybe. So what they do in the NBA, Zig, hey, so they'll have two captains, and just say if you pick a all, just say you pick all stars from the NRL, and it's just like seventeen and seventeen, and there, so that's thirty four, right? Correct. Well done. Woo! That's yes. why you're cutting the video, Henry. So thirty four, and then you have just say the captain is. Daily Cherry Evans and the other captain is Nathan Cleary. Not because they're New South Wales New South Wales and then you get to pick the best of the best. Yeah. If you get selected from in in that top thirty four. Hmm. Then you have a crack. Like it's some sort of all star. Like an all star. Like game. an all star thing, like a proper yeah. all stars, not all star NRL all stars versus indigenous all stars no, like or a Maori all every single player. Now you get the best of the best and you can play that just say, I don't know, in February or something like that. Don't clash it with the origin, but I mean, like, imagine just knowing that you are a top top seventeen player in the NRL, yeah. even in England. I don't care. Select all around rugby league. It's a good. You idea. know what I mean? Like, it's, I, don't, yeah. I think it's a really good idea because of the fact that our idea, like Sonny's idea and my idea, was like I was all for it. You know what? I'm like very impulsive. Yeah, fucking over. Should be playing everyone. Blah blah blah. Then Tong's the really deep thinker and come up with that, and I was like, that's a way better idea. Yeah, it is. Heaps better. Yeah. And um. I just think maybe there's this somewhere on the calendar where you can actually put that. And then you imagine just being, you know, Talmalolo can play against like, you know, some some of the best players there. Like it's just like a proper all-star game. Hardest thing would be picking the best 34 players. Pick the top 34 and then the captains get to select. Yeah. And like a draft system. That's like a draft kind of, system. Yeah. Like like say LeBron James and Giannis get to pick their their players, get 15 aside. How bad would you feel if you like at school and you were the last pick for dodgeball? So that, if you're the 34... It's going to happen. So someone's got to be 34. It'll happen. Imagine how good the player the <laughs> 34th is. You'd still be filthy. But anyway, that's just an idea. It's a good idea. Um, it's Tong's idea, so let's not have yeah, you claim it. it's my idea. Let's not have you claim it. I, th- I, I planted I the seed. It, yeah. Well, no, you know what? You gave credit where credit was due. <laughs> so that was good. Uh, the Storm and the Broncos. The this Broncos without me. Adam Reynolds again. Again? And pe- people are blowing up going, oh, that's why South got rid of him. Shut up. They've won seven straight. You're an idiot. Is that what someone said? Yeah, oh, that's what you get. No wonder South's off in one year deal. That's why the Broncos have won seven straight and South's are sitting eighth. So be quiet. Shut up. Uh, drink your the, poop, the Poopenhausen's back. Oh, is he good? He's on. Well, he's on the extended bench, but that. Well, at least will that's be. a good sign that he's nearly back. Will New South Wales, if he goes out and carves Broncos up, they pick him in Origin? Not a chance. I don't reckon either. Nah, he doesn't warrant that. No. You know he's got to stick to. He, if he if he played, if he played where he was three from one, one to tw- one to twelve or, or whatever, he should have played last year. If he played really? last year and proved himself, but yeah. he's not a walk-up start if he's never been nah, in that in- no. arena And We before. don't know what's going to happen. Like, personally, I think you should start Appy Coruscant mm. and have Cook off the bench, just like they're doing with, with Hunt and Grant. Yeah. You know, like, Hunt's more tra- – he's not a traditional hooker, but, like, he's more – he's quicker out of – he defends well, he's good kicking game, and then you got Grant, who's more of a runner. If you're up Appy Coruscant, you've got a combination with – you've got Cleary – you got Luai, you got Isaiah Yo. It's, it's a very great combination in the middle. Mm. And then you have Cook come on the last 20 minutes and just like at least give it a go. Yeah. And just blast the ruck, right? Like, yeah. Just like have, have the kid just go everywhere because he's quite hard to read Cook, especially in the early stages of the game because he gets nullified. And if, the, if our middles aren't dominating, I've been saying, if we don't dominate, you take, you take Cook out of the game. Where Appy, he engages markers. He comes out. He's got like he's got more more skills coming out of nine. So I think they maybe should look at and a gun defender. Yeah, you're not going to you know guys like Carrigan and all these blokes. If they run at him, you're not going to get quick. And play I there. think as we said last week, the days of the 80 minute hooker in Origin are probably done. It's, it's like, just too he's hard. So fit, you know. What I mean, Cam Smith just made it look too easy. He makes everything look easy. You know what I mean? Like Danny Bedirish. You know what I mean? But the, the amount of the amount of running that the hookers get at, they get ran at. Big bodies all day, and then you expect them to run. Like you got to give the kid a break. I've always been a big fan of traditional hookers. Yeah, the Sharks are playing the Titans. Coffs Harbour. I was there. Do you know, I was there yesterday. The um, Titans are last now. I know. We celebrated that. So is Holbrook. He's got to be on the coach meter because all I want now, I want Holbrook to get sacked and O'Brien to get sacked, and then I want the interim Dally M Coach of the Year award. To start that would really be like probably better than the Dally M one. That's the best one. 
I reckon. Yeah, you, Todd Payton. No, nah, don't worry about it. No, you're out. You're, <laughs> you got beaten by the interim coach. So I think the <clears throat> Titans. The Titans. Well, we've we've talked about how bad the Titans are going. Um, they just got to stop. Tino is doing everything he did, for him. Oh, he was good on the weekend. You know what I mean? What else can that kid do? You're playing him so many minutes. I worry about burnout with that kid. Mm. If you if you if he's doing that for another five or six years, playing Origin, playing Test football. Playing 70 to 80 minutes a week, putting those efforts in. Tell Malolo, like. Yeah, you've got to be, you've got to give him help. And you've got Fodawaka and you've got Lasoni and you've got, you've got a decent team. Or give him the 10 million 10 year deal, so at least he's, yeah, he knows like, he's getting something Give him out of all it. the money you can. Like, I mean, like the fullbacks aren't there and not supporting him, the halves don't support him. He just goes one out all the time. The Warriors. And does a great job. I think he's one of the best forwards in the world at the moment. But, like, you've got to give the kid help. What about the Warriors? They're, I feel a bit bad about that. I, I'm, You know, gambling, everyone gamble responsibly, but Penrith are five. They're basically saying that there is literally zero chance that the Warriors win that game. That's a nice feeling for the Warriors. It's true, but It is true. All right, let's move on to the next game. <laughs> uh, Para against the Roosters. Parramatta. What's the matter, Parramatta? Mm. That was... I mean, well... Did you think... Like, did you watch that game? No. I didn't watch one game over the week. (laughs) I watched it, but, like, I don't know if the Eels were awful or we were just outstanding. Well, we'll find out Did you watch it, Henry? What do you think? A bit of... Oh, fucking sit on the fence. How about you sit on the fence? Defended good, and we played some good football, didn't we? We short passes around the ruck. Everyone was going, pushing through holes, exactly how they've been training, and they actually implemented it, which was great. Eels, you know, they had had Campbell Gillard backing up. They had Paulo backing up. You had Madison backing up. That's about it. And they're middles, but. So we we, we really went through the... Yeah. They're hard, mate. They're the key. Moses and Brown are the key for them guys to win the comp or to be a shot. Like, Moses can't... Can't do that if against you were, the dog side. If you were playing <clears> in a game, William, and a bloke made a break, it happened actually at State Juniors and a kid did the little early crow and then got tackled and dropped the ball. If if you're playing in a professional game, not an under-13s, and you just walk over the line and get it stripped off you, what would you say as a forward to that particular player about that behaviour? I wouldn't talk to him for a week. <laughs> I'd be so filthy. I'd be so angry. So angry. You know what I mean? Just like, put it down. Oh, just put it down. Chucky Uate did that once. Oh, really? Yeah, mate. Please put it down. Put it down. It's got to be the worst thing that can happen Chris, to you, too. Have you seen the one that Chris Walker did? Eight, oh, that was, ago? yeah. That was, that that was, was a doozy. That was great. That, that, was, was, one, that was one of the best ones. There's been some doozies. He's, he's is up there. But... This one right now, Mitch Moses, that, that was up there. Just they put the used, ball down, kid. They used a the classic one of Steve Maven dropping the ball over the line yeah. for South, but at least he was trying. No. <laughs> at least he was trying. Uh, the Raiders and the Knights. The Knights are... Yeah, who'd they get beat by last week? Everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch any games. Panthers, I don't know who they played. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't count if you get beat by the Panthers. Did they get hammered? They got hammered. Yeah, they got hammered. Yeah. No. Absolutely hammered. Raiders, I'll tell you what, the Raiders look good, so the Raiders will probably lose this game. They are looking all right, aren't they? Yeah, but they just have that ability when they start to look good to just throw up some horseshit. <clears throat> but then they'll be looking like, you know, Knights, they should be able to win that and go on a bit of a roll. It was so cold in Dubbo. I don't know how people live in Canberra. It's an awful place. The bride's from there, but, I mean... It's freezing. They froze a brain. It's That's cold what here. Me. Uh, it's cold here. It's, it is cold Canberra. here. Canberra. Ugh. Mate. No thanks. And then she still complains about the cold. I'm like, you grew up in the snow. What's wrong with you? Just complaining about everything. This <laughs> yeah, marriage is on the suburbs. rocks. So you're leaving Bronny. Uh, it's cold in this house because we had to turn the fire off. Uh, the Bulldogs and the Tigers. The Bulldogs win that. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't even bring it up. Willie's Big Boys. I'm looking at the sheet, Will. Good choices. Good choices like for the big boys this week. They were good, mate. They were good. Tao Malolo. I know that's my first one. Pangai Jr. and Fisher Harris. Not in that order. They were just outstanding. Tao Malolo has just put another was it bow on his whatever it is. <laughs> What's that saying? <laughs> 
Hang on. Ribbon on his bow? Yeah, ribbon. Yeah, he's put another he's ribbon on his bow. He's got a ribbon because bows are good with ribbons. Well, yeah. Hang on. What do you, so who's, who got the three points? Tell yeah, Malolo. Tell Malolo. Okay. Just right. let it go. Let it, let it roll. But he's, the way that the Cowboys are playing is unbelievable. Their early shifts, he's getting the ball from the nine, wide ball, playing block plays out. And even worst case scenario, he bounces off his left foot, straightens up. If you overchase, he goes straight through your middle or it's a quick play of the ball. He can get you on both sides of the ruck. He's back. Like he's, he's not even, he's making over 200 metres and he's not even trying. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just the way that he's playing was outstanding. Two points, Pangai Jr. I thought that was his best game of the year and it was against one of the best packs in the comp, arguably. I think he made over 180 metres, but it was the quality metres he ran so hard and into spaces. He took their big men on. He didn't take a backward step. Outstanding. And one point only because they played against the Knights and the Knights are diabolical. So Fisher-Harris got one point. He just constantly just nearly makes 200 metres and 30-something tackles. And he's, he's, he is easily one of our best middles in the game. So our leaderboard, third on six points, Taumalolo. Josh Papali. No. Nah. No? Nah? Look at this one. It's yeah, on Henry updated it. That's because the sheet's blank. Henry, jeez, mate. Here we go. Henry's okay. done a good job here. Can you read yeah, that yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, So three points. Campbell Gillard. Talakai's still on there. Junior Paulo. Payne Haas all on eight. Taumalolo moving up. Nine points. James Fisher-Harris, ten points. That's the leaderboard. All right, good. All right, that's it. You know, every now and then in life, you get a free hit, Will. So mm. last week when we put the bets on, the producer didn't put any bets on. And so I took a bet involving rugby and you just bagged it. You just slated it last week. And I just let win. you have it and because I knew it would win. And then, yes. and then and I thought, I, if I say it's my bet, then if it loses, then I, I have to cop it. But if it loses and you think it's a producer, then I can bag the producer next oh, week. Yes. But if it wins, I can claim it. And as it turns out, it claimed And also, well spotted that he knows nothing about rugby union. It was a rugby union bet. <laughs> and you were like, How many? Hey, you're an idiot. And I was like, yeah, he's an idiot. We'll see. Anyway. Great work. So we are up to almost $1,000 now. We are, at, uh, we are at the mark of 920, which is good. We won 200 and something last week. That's right. So there's a thousand bucks basically to if we don't win again, I'll chuck in the extra eighty we'll or double it. We'll, we'll go in, we'll get a thousand plus. But my bet this week, and I did this one rushed and I don't like it now that I've looked at it. I've gone the Rabbitohs to cover six and a half, Sharks to cover thirteen and a half, and the Panthers head to head, which is paying four dollars sixty. All right. I've got the Panthers thirteen plus. I think James Fisher Harris, anytime try scorer. Alex Johnson, anytime try scorer. Bulldogs 13 plus, and I think Burton will get two tries. All right. Well, that one. That's paying $305. Times we by. We'll get 15,281 back. I'll, do you know what I love? Is we're it back. We're back to the old days. We're <laughs> back to the 26 leg, never to win multi that gets knocked over. You know I what? I think we'll get I the like, first one. We'll get the first one. I think we'll get the first one. And the we'll probably get plus. Alex Johnson. Yeah. I'm not ruling out the Bulldogs 13 no, plus. No. This James, could happen. This could happen. You know I actually what? thought about it. I didn't yeah. just go, ee. No, I did. I did that. And the producer has too. He's gone Carlton St Kilda. I don't care. He's packed a heap of AFL teams. Carlton St Kilda, Swans, Geelong, Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast. All to win. Paying 11 bucks, going to win 580. It won't win though because he's hopeless. He hasn't won anything. So, oh, I feel like the round 15 tips... We've gone exactly the same. We've gone Rabbitohs, Cowboys, Storm, Sharks, Panthers, Eels, Raiders, and Bulldogs. It says here that I'm on 76 and you're mm. on 68 and the producer's on 62. Should you the producer be on 72? Yeah. All right. Well, you get you get two points deducted because you're an imbecile mm. and you can't fill out a form rightly. So you're on 70. Actually, you're on 67 now, Henry, yeah. because I said so. And so you're one behind Will. You have gone the Roosters. Hang on, does that mean you got one more than me last week? It does, doesn't you? We had the same last week. All right. Well, I'm only four ahead. Did right, you well, back the Bulldogs last week? We're not. No, you did. Who did I like get wrong last week? Fair few. All the rest of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> you got everyone but that. I got five last week, eh? 
Um, all right, so quickly with the Twitter, we've got oh Toddy G. He um, sick of these guys doing upsets. They just keep upsetting me. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what? The dogs, you got one up, so uh, it should be worth two. Uh, as an Eels fan, he won't be listening. He said the the, do- the Eels have had a public holiday off. <laughs> All right, Josh, Josh Nolan. He uh, who's going to be the captain for Australia, and who's going to be the number seven for Australia? Captain for Australia will be Tedesco. I think yep. he deserves it. Especially if if we can get through this Origin Series and win this, he'll definitely be captain. And I think the seven's going to be Cleary. He's just been waiting in the wings for, I reckon, two or three years. If we had test football last year, he's going to be the seven. Yep. And I think this year, World Cup year, I think they're going to take, clear, they're going to take both in the Cleary and DC. And I think Cleary's going to get the nod. Because he's going to be in semi-finals and he's going to be in grand finals and he's going to keep playing and you know Cherry's at his time. He's thirty-four years old. Yeah, he's been you know, going like well. He's but been he's been going really well, but like Cleary's the I future. I think Cleary is the future. You know, like he's um his leadership. You know, I mean, he had, a, he had a poor game one, but you know, you can't kill every origin. Josh has also said he loves a podcast and he loves your tracksuit vibes. Yeah, thanks, man. Do you know what? You've inspired me. I just realised I'm wearing tracksuit pants. Yeah, too. what are you talking about? I'm wearing them. You know what? I was cold earlier. I normally got the shorts on. All right, Mick Angel wants to know. Uh, oh, he loves Burton and he hates Moses. We won't talk about that though, because you've been quite same. Would <laughs> uh, is is Moses getting a million dollars a year? Yeah, he is. All right, well you're right, Mick. So Burton is definitely going better than Moses. Uh, no worries, Sam wants to know if you could rank the clubs you played for in terms of how you were treated. Treated pretty well in most clubs. Um, Big dog, aren't you? Hey, superstar. Well, what's the bloke in on the it bottom? Was all right. of the- it was. It was like even playing for the Cowboys got treated every time. Every club I played for, I got treated with respect because yeah. I treat people how I want to be treated. You know, most of the time. Um, you know, the Cowboys are good. Manly was good. Um, I'm not going to rank. I'll probably rank him. So Bulldogs, Knights, Roosters, Cowboys, Manly. Probably and like and you li- I was only, those teams there, I was only only there, there for, for one year. year. Yeah, you and I mean? don't get all in your feelings because he literally did not think about that for one second. He just said something. So don't get yeah. your feelings at all. It doesn't really matter. But thank you for the question for that. No worries, Sam. Thanks for Mick. Thanks, Josh. Good on you, Josh. There's a lot more questions Josh asked, but we couldn't get to them because we're running out of time. Now we need to rate and review. Yeah, is that what is that? Does people do that? Is that on that podcast thing? Do that. Yeah, do that. Just rate and review rate us. Rate review. Mason'sSake.com. Get on that. Twitter. We're all over the place. I'm going to do Twitter this week. Yeah, we'll tweet. We'll do Twitter. We'll be off the piss, so, you know, we'll tweet. No, I won't. No, I won't. I've I won't. Got, oh, no, I've got Friday. i got something on Friday. I've got two things. Oh. And my dad's birthday Sunday. Happy birthday, Johnny Rambo. Turns 157. See you later. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 